This is Against the Norm with Nick Craig. The A's are 57. The Nays are 43. Uh, two-thirds of the senators present not having voted guilty. The Senate judges that the respondent, Donald John Trump, former president of the United States, is not guilty as charged in the article of impeachment. The presiding officer directs judgment to be entered in accordance with the judgment of the Senate as follows. The Senate, having tried Donald John Trump, former president of the United States, upon one article of impeachment exhibited against him by the House representatives <clears throat> and two-thirds of the senators present, not having found him guilty of the charge contained therein, it is therefore ordered and a judge that the said Donald John Trump be, and he is hereby acquitted of the charge in said article. <laughs> Even out of office, Donald Trump can't not win. I mean, it's it's incredible. Welcome to Against the Norm. My name is Nick Craig. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. I, I don't even have words to describe what we watched this past week with this impeachment trial. I mean, it's just laughable is one word, but it, but more than anything else, it's sad. It's sad for our country. It's sad for people that, you know, you know, the, the left is always the one talking about how, you know, as a, as politicians, you need to make sure that the next generation can look up to you as a as a source of information and as a, a source of good people, right? That's why they didn't like Trump, because little boys and girls couldn't look up to Donald Trump. You're going to tell me that little boys and girls in this country are supposed to look up to these uh, scumbags in the, the Senate that let this sham impeachment go on this past week? Without So what, what should kids learn? There's no such thing as due process. That's what we learned this past week. That you should not be allowed to defend yourself. Trump was not given the option to defend himself. That he was impeached as a non-sitting president, which is unconstitutional. You can't impeach somebody that isn't in office. It was just a joke. The whole thing was a joke. The question is, what was the end goal? So hear me out on this. And, And there's a lot to get into. We'll do that over the next hour or so. There was never a chance that Trump wasn't going to get acquitted, right? They needed 67 uh, senators for a two-thirds majority. They needed 17 Republicans to flip. They had seven. A couple of those names are rather interesting. We'll talk about them in a little bit. They needed 17. They got seven. There was no chance they were ever going to get 17. At the end of the day, politics is politics. Right. I mean, that's what it's politics is politics. The Republicans are going to vote one way. The Democrats are going to vote one way. Yes, you get some stragglers here and there, but for the majority. It's politics, party line vote for the most part. So what's the goal here? Honestly, I've been thinking about this all week. I have not a clue. I don't know what the left was thinking and what the Democrats were thinking with this impeachment. I really don't. There was never, I mean, yes, great. They brought articles of impeachment against him. By the way, going back all the way to when this started in the House, Nancy Pelosi didn't even transmit the articles of impeachment to the Senate until he was out of office, he being Trump. So the art, when the articles of impeachment were transmitted to the Senate, 
Trump wasn't even the president. It's not like this started six months ago and it's finally just come to a head now. The Senate, and this is why people like Alan Dershowitz over the past week have been saying this whole thing is stupid. It's it, it's un, it's completely unconstitutional. I mean, they they brought forward articles of impeachment on a non-sitting president. You can't impeach a private citizen. So, looking at what the goal was here, I have no idea. I mean, my thought originally was there's going to be some sort of. Uh, gotcha moment or something that the left is going to try to do to to smear trump even more than they already have but there wasn't i mean there just wasn't there was nothing you you had a couple senators crying about how afraid they were and just all this you know political showmanship as you would expect as you would expect and as you have expected over the past four years five years now and we saw in the first impeachment trial it was the same nonsense there was no bombshells there was no um, I mean, they voted to have witnesses, but they didn't have any. So it was just, it was just stupid. It made no sense. But it's done a couple of things that I'm not sure the left is prepared for. They have set a very dangerous precedent going forward. Are we now going to start? impeaching former presidents former elected officials to me that's the can of worms that have been opened is it's now fair game elected and non-elected officials fair game if the articles of impeachment can be transmitted to the senate with Trump not even being a sitting president, then what stops a, a, a Republican House and Senate from impeaching, oh, I don't know, Barack Hussein Obama? You could make the argument he's a war criminal. You can make the same argument about George W. Bush with all their foreign wars. Obama drone striking U.S. citizens overseas. To me, seems like it could be made a valid argument. All that, but 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 it's just it, I, and maybe maybe this makes me uh, maybe this makes me the ignorant one. I refuse to believe that the Democrats are this stupid. I really do. I feel like there's something more to the puzzle that I don't understand. That there's something more to the puzzle that I'm missing. Because I don't, I can't wrap my head around why elected officials, elected Democrats would bring articles of impeachment against a former president knowing damn well they don't have the votes to convict him. I mean, they don't. They, they didn't have anywhere near the votes to convict him. There's no nuclear option. There was no way they were going to convince 17 Republicans to vote to convict a former sitting president. I just, I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. It's, and it's very frustrating for me because I refuse to believe, and maybe I do have to believe, that the Democrats are just this vindictive. Maybe, maybe that's the case. I just, I don't believe that because this is going to set a very bad precedent going forward. Lindsey Graham was on uh, Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace this morning and um, made a similar point. I found it to be very interesting to hear what he had to say. 
Well, was not only unconstitutional, I condemn what happened on January the 6th, but the process they used to impeach this president was an affront to rule of law. He's the first president to ever impeached, be impeached without a lawyer, without a witness, without an ability to confront the, those against him, and the trial record was a complete joke, hearsay upon hearsay, and we've opened Pandora's box to future presidents, and if you use this model, I don't know how Kamala Harris doesn't get impeached if the Republicans take over the House because she actually bailed out rioters and one of the rioters went back to the streets and broke somebody's head open. So we've opened Pandora's box here and I'm sad for the country. So that's uh, that's Lindsey Graham of, of South Carolina. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a point to make that Lindsey just made. You've set a very bad example. And again, right, we had to, we couldn't reelect Donald Trump because he sets a bad example for, for Americans, right? He sets a bad example for children because he's so rude and ruthless and all this other stuff. Is this the, and again, I'm just using their argument. Frankly, I think either argument is stupid, but let's just use their argument for a second. What we saw the past week, is that the example that we want to set for children? Doctoring evidence that we'll talk about here in a little bit not following due process the house didn't do the the way that impeachment is supposed to work the house does the investigation the senate convicts there was no investigation in the house it was a snap impeachment they didn't do anything they just voted to voted to impeach him and then waited until he was out of office to transmit those documents to the senate is that the example that the democrats are trying to set for young boys and girls in this country that look that are supposedly look look up to these people is that the example that should be set say what you want about donald trump love him or hate him like him or hate him i don't think it matters if we're talking about setting an example talking about yo, yo, he's not a decent human being is this decency bringing forward a sham impeachment ignoring the rule of law even though you know at the end of the day you don't have the votes to do it? Knowing damn well you don't have the votes? So Trump was too indecent to be president, but young boys and girls in this country that, are, that look up to our politicians, right? They look up to the politicians for the future. They should look up to Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer who brought forward a sham impeachment of a guy that's not even the president? Oh, yeah. Give me a break. We'll be back. Nick Craig. Welcome back to the program. This is Against the Norm. My name is Nick Craig. Thank you so much for joining me. You can visit our website, atnshow.com. If you miss any portion of the program, you can also get our podcast and video version of the show. Again, the website, atnshow.com. So looking back at the past week, we had, of course, um, as the, I mean, really the only logical way that you can describe this is, is, a, is a sham impeachment. I mean, again, like or hate the guy, think he's the best, think he's, you know, Satan himself. I, I don't really think it matters. Looking back at what went on the past, you know, couple of weeks with, with how this whole thing had been, has been done since the start, it's just, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. And again, I keep going back to this because this is all I heard time and time again was that, 
oh, there's no decency in President Trump. And, oh, he just he can't be in office because these are not the kind of politicians that we should elect. These are the but these people are. I mean, the the prosecutor's legal team, the Democrats legal team, the, the ones that were making the case for impeachment doctored evidence. They doctored evidence. They doctored screenshots to make them look more damning. Those are the people that are, you, that are decent. Those are the decent politicians that our children should look up to as the left is always talking about. I mean, give me a freaking break. So why was Donald Trump supposed to be impeached? Well, according to them, he incited the insurrection that happened on January 6th. He incited that. Even though he told his supporters to peacefully protest in front of the Capitol, peacefully, he incited it. That was their claim. Using words like, you're going to have to fight, and this is a Trumpism he used all the time, you're going to have to fight like hell. He said that all the time. He said that for five years. But didn't matter what it was. Hey, you're going to have to fight like hell to save this. You have to fight like hell to save our country. He said it all the time. It was one of his, one of his isms, his many isms. Fight like hell. So that's the claim that the impeachment managers, a.k.a. the Democrats, made for impeaching the president. And I'll tell you what, Trump's legal team put together a hell of a compilation of Democrats saying that there should be violence. And let's just listen to a couple minutes of this. We'll, we'll cut in and out of it as, as it goes on. But I just I want you to listen to um, I want you to listen to a couple minutes of this because and again, this was played during the impeachment trial, which I'm sure most people didn't see. Right. Because who's going to sit here and watch this garbage for eight hours a day? Right, you only see the highlights on CBS or ABC or NBC or Fox, right? You only see the highlights because we're lazy. We just want it to be spoon-fed to us. So we only see the highlights. I'm sure we didn't see this. Again, this is a video that Donald Trump's team put together uh, with various clips of Democrats talking over the past couple of years. Uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. You gotta be ready to throw a punch. You have to be ready to throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No. Oh, by the way, this is that's Joe Biden talking for the for our audio listeners. That is Joe Biden saying again. This man, this is the decent man, right? Because you couldn't vote for Trump because he's a, you know, he's an indecent person. He's, he's mean and he says mean things. Joe Biden says, oh, I'm going to take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Okay, that's, that's the example we want to set for our children, right? I wish we were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take him out now. Okay. Take him out. Take him out? What does that mean? Take him out? You take him out on a date? You take him out for dinner? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're talking about assassinating him. I got you. I'm an actor assassinated the president. They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Please 
get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. So all uh, just a couple minutes of that that we just heard. None of that is an incitement of violence. Saying you're going to have to put a bullet in Donald Trump, which is what a gentleman said in that clip. That's not an incitement of violence. Was that Johnny Depp saying, uh, when, was, when was the last time an actor assassinated a president? That's not. Madonna saying blowing up the White House. That's not an incitement of violence. Again, Trump is such an indecent scumbag that you couldn't vote for him. But these are your people. Chuck Schumer, you've, unre- you've unleashed the whirlwind. We're going to go in there. We're going to. This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Democrats are so funny. It's so funny to talk about death and killing people once you're a Democrat. Am I right? I mean, these people are the the scummiest of scumbags in the world. I mean, the left has been so exposed over the past couple of years. That is current sitting Vice President Kamala Harris asking if somebody has to come alive out of the elevator with Donald Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions. All federal elected officials. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just cackling like a freaking witch. And there's more. I promise to fight every single day. One, I'm a fighter and I'm relentless. But I'm a fighter and I'm relentless. A fighter and I'm relentless. I will fight like hell. But the way I see it now is that we pick ourselves up and we fight back. That's what I think it's all about. We stand up and we fight back. We do not back down. We do not compromise. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. You can either lie down. You can you can whimper, you can pull up at a ball, you can decide to move to Canada, or you can stand your ground and fight back. And and that's what it's about. We, we do fight back, but we are going to fight back. We are not turning this country over to what Donald Trump has sold. We are just not. Look, people are upset and they're right to be upset. Now we can whimper, we can whine. Or we can fight back. Me, I'm here to fight back. I'm here to fight back because we will not forget. We do not want to forget. We will use that vision to make sure that we fight harder, we fight tougher, and we fight more passionately than ever. We still have a fight on our hands. Fight hard for the changes Americans are demanding. Get in the fight, to winning the fight, the fight, fighting, please, fighting. We'll use every tool possible to fight for this change. We'll fight, we'll fight, to fight fighting hard. Serious about fighting and fight. We gotta get on our front foot and fight back. Problems, we call them out and we fight back. I'm in this fight. I am fighting. I am fighting. Get in this fight. Get in this fight. 
get in this fight. And fighting, we all need to be in the fight. We all need to stay in the fight. We stay in this fight. We fought back. We fought back. I am not afraid of a fight. I am in this fight all the way. You don't get what you don't fight for. Our fight, our fight. We are in this fight for our lives. This is the fight of our lives. But we are going to make sure that this fight does not end tonight. This is a fight for our lives, the lives of our friends and family members and neighbors. It is a fight, fight, and it is a fight that we're going to work to make sure continues. It's a fight. So the Democrats over like the last five minutes, they're going to fight, 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 stay in the fight, keep in the fight. It's going to be a hard fight, 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 fight. That's fine. Yet. Trump saying you're going to have to fight like hell to save this country. And again, this is why this the whole thing is just a joke and a sham, because Trump saying fight like hell, that's impeachable. If what we heard and we've got some more, we'll play after the break. If we if what we just heard. And if we are going to use the Democrats logic, then Elizabeth Warren could not be in her seat. Kamala Harris cannot be the vice president. Joe Biden can't be the president. He said he wants to take Donald Trump back behind a a gym in high school and beat the hell out of him. Can't do that. You're supposed to be decent. You're supposed to have decency. Supposed to be a decent human being. Right? Again, that's why you couldn't reelect Donald Trump. Yet the Democrats will say, yeah, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to fight like hell. You got to stay in the fight. But you know what we need to do? We need to impeach Donald Trump for saying, peacefully march down to the Capitol. All right. You're listening to Against the Norm with Nick Craig. Welcome back to Against the Norm. My name is Nick Craig. 25 minutes till the top of the hour. You can visit our website, atnshow.com, where you can get the video version and the podcast each and every week. Going back to what we were talking about in the in the first segment here is what was the goal with the impeachment? And again, I and again, maybe I'm ignorant. I refuse to believe that the Democrats thought that they were actually going to get a conviction of Trump. I refuse to believe that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. So then the question becomes the next logical question for me what was the goal? What was the goal? I mean, I, I, I don't know. What was the goal of this? To make Trump look bad? They don't need to do that. They, I mean, obviously, he already looks awful. He didn't, he didn't win re-election. I mean, great. You're going to make him look bad? Okay, fantastic. You've, the media has already convinced half of America that this guy is, is, is Satan himself. So I don't think that's it. I don't know what the goal was of this. To me... Based on what we just listened to, and we'll listen to a couple more minutes of it, the left is the ones that look awful after this impeachment. And I put that in air quotes, impeachment. There was nothing new that we learned about Donald Trump. There was no new scandalous material on Trump or leaked phone calls or leaked transcripts. Not None of that. Trump's legal team just played a bunch of clips of Democrats saying, oh, we're going to have to, you know, we should be punching people in the face. 
Maxine Waters, I'm going to take out the president. She's a sitting representative. What does she mean when she says she's going to take out the president? Take her out for Valentine's Day? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it's just unfreaking believable. The double standard is real. Let's listen to a few few more minutes of this clip from the from the Trump uh, impeachment team because it's just it's unbelievable to listen to. It really is remarkable to hear and see all of these Democrats put in clip after clip after clip doing and saying the exact same things that they say Donald Trump needs to be impeached for. It's unbelievable. It is a fight. It is a fight. And that's what this fight is for. Well, I'm wired to fight anyone who isn't doing their job for us. I'm John Tester, and you damn right I approve this message. And I'll have lots of fights ahead of us, and I'm ready to stand up and keep fighting. We have to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. We need to fight, 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 and we need to fight. We're going to fight. We got a few more fights. I'm going to take the privilege of a few more fights, and we have the biggest fight of all. I will never stop fighting. I will fight like hell to fight, fight back like hell. Anyone. There it is. Uh, I am going to fight like hell. That is exactly what they claim Trump said that caused the what they call an insurrection, which it wasn't what they call insurrection because Trump said you're going to have to fight like hell to save this country. We need to say loud and clear that we are ready to fight. It's a bare knuckles fight. Now they're going to have to actually fight back against people. The fight has to be conducted. It's so important that we need to fight. Fight that fight. We have been fighting. I was fighting very hard. Time is of the essence, both in terms of the fight. I think we should be fighting. Well, I, I really believe we need to fight. And we're simply not gonna take this line down. We're gonna keep fighting. So I'm telling all my colleagues, this is the fight of our life. Whose side are you on? Who are you fighting for? They're fighting for, I'm fighting. We're both fighting. We will fight back. We're not going to just take this line down. I'm just going to keep the fight up. What we have to do right now is fight as hard as we can. We have to rise up and, and fight back. And so we're going to fight and we're going to continue to fight. I am going to be fighting, fighting like hell. Keep fighting, 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 or we kept fighting and we did. So we're going to keep fighting. We have to be fighting every every uh, single day. We have to fight back and we have no choice but to do that. I think we're doing the right thing to do that. Uh, fighting. And I'm fighting. Well, our job right now is to fight. It's really important. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm asking for the support of people across the country to fight back. And you got to be fierce uh, in uh, fighting. Keep fighting. Brown have been fighting. I've told President Biden I will fight like mad i'll tell you what now more than ever we have to fight like hell we have these battles on the floor of the senate i'm going to go down right. and battle and uh, and i'm going to be down there on the floor fighting right. but we democrats are fighting as hard as we can democrats are fighting as hard as we can credit it in any way but we're fighting back what we've got to do is fight in congress fight in the courts fight in the streets fight online fight at the ballot box fight in the streets from senator tim kane Former vice presidential nominee with Hillary Clinton, we need to fight in the streets? Trump didn't even say we need to fight in the streets.
Fighting and pushing uh, around the clock, fighting, continue to be brave and be strong and keep fighting. We're getting people engaged in the fight. We're fighting. We've got to keep fighting and keep focused. Continue to fight. Fight. Uh, this is going to be a fight. We'll also fight him and challenge him in every way that we can in the Congress, in the courts and in the streets. Oh, there it is again. We're gonna, again, this was towards the present. We are going to fight him in the courts and in the streets. That guy needs to be impeached. This is going back to what uh, the clip we played earlier of Senator Lindsey Graham um, saying that I don't know how Kamala Harris doesn't get impeached after this. I can't even begin to imagine what damage the Democrats have just done with what just went on. They have done some serious, some serious damage that I'm not sure that they'll be able to recover from. And let's just listen to a few minutes here of now current Vice President Kamala Harris. We each have an important role to play in fighting. In this fight, like so many before it, it has been a fight. The American people are going to have to fight. And about the importance of fighting. I will always fight. Fighting. But we always must fight Joe Biden has a deep, deep-seated commitment to fight and to fight and about the importance of fighting. We always must fight to fight to fight and to fight as our willingness to fight continued the fight. As Joe Biden says, to fight. It's about fighting of what we're fighting for. We will tell them about what we did to fight. It's really about um, a fight. But truly, I do believe that... All right, I've had enough of this. I, I'm stick to my stomach listening to this garbage because it's just... It's just Ironic isn't even a good word to use. It's it is the textbook definition of hypocrisy from the left. And I know you're not surprised because I'm not. But it's you would just think if you were going to bring forward articles of impeachment against a non-active sitting president, your the evidence, the claim that you're making would be a stronger case than he said you need to fight. I mean, they set themselves up for complete and utter failure and that's why i go back to the the argument i made at the beginning of the show i don't understand what the goal of this was are they that afraid of donald trump and when i say they i'm talking about the democrats are they that afraid of him that they thought that impeaching him when he was out of office was going to work again what are you worried about here his optics he's not the president anymore who cares what people think about him? I see. I saw something the other day about a post-presidential approval rating of Donald Trump. A post-presidential approval rating? Approval for what? He's not in office. He has no way to communicate with people. He doesn't have a Twitter. He doesn't have a Facebook. He doesn't have an Instagram. He's done no public speeches. He hasn't been on any TV or radio shows. A- approval of what? His office has released some statements. He's done literally nothing since he's left office. No rallies, no events, nothing. So I'll continue to say this, and I know I sound like a broken record, but I cannot fathom what the idea of this whole thing was. The Democrats left this impeachment trial 10 times worse than they joined it. We already knew that they were hypocrites. They already knew that they were hypocritical. You've seen it with the COVID lockdowns. The day that Joe Biden's elected is, oh, 
uh, we're going to start opening restaurants at uh, 50% capacity. Oh, well, you know, the numbers, even though they're going up, uh, yeah, the numbers are leveling off. So we're going to reopen restaurants and, and bars and businesses. We already know that they're hypocrites. But what they gave and what, what the Democrats gave to, to the Trump legal team was hours to just compile clips and play them on the floor of the Senate. This stuff isn't going to go away. As you heard uh, Jim Leahy at the beginning say, put it into the record that President Donald John Trump has been acquitted of his charge of impeachment. This whole thing will go down in history. This whole sham impeachment will go down in history. The evidence, the things that were said, the video clips, the hypocrisy from the left, all of it. So I'll ask you one more time, and I really want you to think about it. What was the goal? Did anybody think that the Democrats would come out? What are you going to do? You're going to make Trump look worse? You're already claiming that he was planning a coup on the federal government. What are you going to do? You make him look worse? He's not even running for office. He's not in office. He's playing golf in Florida. Well, we got to impeach him. Welcome back to the program. Final segment. This is Against the Norm. My name is Nick Craig. Thank you so much for joining me. If you miss any portion of the show, you can always download our podcast at atnshow.com. That's atnshow.com, where you can also get the video version of the show available each and every week on YouTube and BitChute. Again, that website, atnshow.com. And I know I've played a lot of clips here, and I've got one more longer clip that I want to play. It's just what came out of the impeachment trial was so damning for the left that it was just, it was too good not to play. I mean, I can sit here and recount what was said, or we can just listen to it. And I mean, what better evidence at a trial when you're trying to impeach a guy over his words? Again, he didn't say go down to the Capitol and break in. He never said that. There's no evidence of that. There's no statements that prove that he said peacefully March. And he said, you have to fight like hell to save this country. Yet, here's the Democrats, in some case, Maxine Waters, saying something uh, to the effect that she wants to take out the president? I mean, you want to talk about an incitement of violence? There it is right there. Why was the FBI not instantly at Maxine Waters' house with asking her what that was all about? I mean, it's just, it's, it's insane. Let's listen to um, a little bit of one of President Donald Trump's attorneys who completely destroyed a CBS reporter in a post-impeachment interview. Um, This might be one of the biggest destructions of the media I've ever seen. And this reporter just couldn't seem to handle the fact that she was getting grilled for all valid reasons. It was pretty comical. Let's take a listen. His period in office. Are you expecting to face more charges against Mr. Trump in the near future? And do you anticipate being... By the way, before we go any further, I'm sorry. Mr. Trump. That's how they refer to him. Do they refer to him as Mr. Obama? No. They refer to him as President Obama. They always... I've never heard anybody on the left refer to him as Mr. Obama. No, he's President Obama. Yet when Trump's out of office, oh, he's Mr. Trump. Part of that defense. 
No, that's just political rhetoric. And I was hopeful that something would come out of this, that the political rhetoric would stop out of Washington, D.C., but I guess apparently it hasn't. Were you, though, surprised to hear those words coming from the leader of the Republican Party in the Senate? I'm not surprised to hear a politician say anything at all. No. Well, throughout, throughout the trial, you denied that Mr. Trump had a role in inciting the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. You argued, first of all, that there was no insurrection. But during your closing arguments, you seemingly admitted that there was, in fact, an insurrection, using that word, saying that that, that was not up for debate. What role no, you, did the you, former you president you play? You didn't, you didn't understand the case. I used the word I'll give you the opportunity to clarify, my, sir. Sure. I uh, used the word insurrection in my closing argument when quoting the charging documents. Um, what happened at the Capitol on January 6th is absolutely horrific. But what happened at the Capitol during this trial was uh, not too far away from that. The prosecutors in this case doctored evidence. They did not investigate this case, and when they had to come uh, to the court of the Senate to put their case on, because they hadn't done any investigation, they doctored evidence. It was absolutely shocking, I think, uh, when, uh, when we discovered it and we were able to expose it and put it out. Uh, I think it turned a lot of senators. The American people should not be putting up with this. They need to look at who, uh, who these House managers were uh, and look to see whether these are the folks they want representing them. It was, it was shocking to me. Wouldn't have believed it. Uh, let's follow up with, uh, with a point that you're making right now about the House managers, as you say, doctoring evidence. And, uh, and the argument, they didn't, uh, they didn't to be deny clear for it. our viewers... They didn't deny it. Uh, to I be put it in our, front of them three times. To be clear times. for our viewers, what, what, you're, what you're talking about now is, is a check mark uh, that's a verification on Twitter that, that did not exist on that particular tweet, uh, a 2020 that should have actually read 2021, um, and the selective editing, you say, of, of the tapes. Is that how, wait, is wait, that wait, the wait, doctrine wait, 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 of what you're speaking? Wait, that's not enough for you? That's not enough for you? I'm, I, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, sir, no, no. I'm trying. Listen, I, I am not a listen. juror in this trial. That's, what I'm trying to be all, clear for our viewers is what, you, actually, is what you're we, referring we found, to. Because no, not no, everybody no. has found, been following. It's not okay no, not everybody, to doctor sir, a little bit of evidence. Respectfully. respectfully. I have not, not said it is. Question, I have not said it is okay. Ma'am, your question is I want turned. to be clear for our viewers. Listen, what I want to be clear for our viewers about what exactly you're saying when you say doctored evidence. The media has to start telling the right story in this country. The media is trying to divide this country. You are bloodthirsty for ratings. And as such, you're asking questions now that are already uh, uh, set up with a fact pattern. I can't believe you would ask me a question indicating that it's all right just to doctor a little bit of evidence. There's more stuff that we uncovered that they doctored, to be frank with you. And perhaps that will come out one day. But we won this case, and I'm not a sore loser, but what happened, or a sore winner, I should say, but what should happen is somebody should look at the conduct of these house managers. It, it, it's unconscionable, aside from all of the due process violations that my client had. And the media should be looking at that at a square, straight way. 
the straight way. When I watch the news, I watch one station and it's raining. I watch another station at the same time and it's sunny. Your coverage is so slanted, it's gotta stop. You guys have to stop and start reporting more like PBS does rather than uh, 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 a TV news show that doesn't have any journalistic integrity at all. What I'm telling you is that they doctored evidence. And I believe your question says, well, it's only a Twitter check and, a, and changing a year of a date here. They switched the date of a Twitter a year to try to connect it to this case. That's not a small thing, ma'am. The other thing they did is they put Sorry. a check mark on something to, to make it look like it was a validated account when it wasn't. And when they were caught, they didn't say anything about it. They didn't even try to come up with an excuse about it. And that's not the way our prosecutors or our government officials should be conducting themselves. And the media shouldn't be letting them get away with it. Either. Real quick, just to break into that. Um, that's exactly the point I was making in the first segment of the show was these same politicians are the people that say that Trump is too indecent to hold political office, but then that stuff is fine. So, I mean, there, there's a couple more minutes of that, but I don't have a chance to get to it because I do want to talk about the individuals that voted to not acquit the president. One of them being our senator from North Carolina, Richard Burr, who you've probably heard a lot about. He got under... Uh, got under some hot water for his uh, selling off of uh, stocks right before the uh, market crash due to coronavirus in March of last year. He, of course, a Republican and um, is not running for re-election in 2022. There are a couple of individuals that are planning on running in that race. One of them is uh, is Mark Walker, who actually had the opportunity to meet this past week, which was which was good. Um, the other ones. Um, uh, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, Ben Sass, and Senator Toomey. So those are the Republicans. Those are the names of Republicans that you should not forget. Um, I think in North Carolina, Richard Burr, who, who again is not running for re-election, but is still a senator for the next two years, um, there is going to be some, in my opinion, there should be some serious action taken against him. And that starts off with I understand it's it's merely procedural, but that starts off with um, voting to censure him. So he really the, the party can say, hey, we do not agree with what you are saying. That's again, it's mostly um, theatrics, but it does send a pretty strong message to him that the party of the state that he represents does not agree with his stance. And I think that should be what happens with uh, with Senator Burr. Um, fortunately, uh, Senator Tom Tillis did vote to acquit him. He did release a statement afterwards that, of course, typical of Tom Tills flip-flopping back and forth. Um, but he did he did not vote to acquit, so give him credit for that. Um, very interesting to see Richard Burr. Not sure what the whole plan or idea was with that. So there you go. That's impeachment. President Donald Trump acquitted twice as a president. A single-term president acquitted twice. The only two-term, two-time, rather, acquitted president. Another notch on his belt as president of the United States. Laughable, a complete and utter joke, a total sham put on by the Democrats in front of the American public. What 
a disgrace. But yet again, as Trump said, you're going to get tired of winning. Have a great week, everybody.